catch it fly. This is Pop Talk. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pop Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Mattis, and I hope you're having a wonderful weekend. There's so much to be excited about. The NBA season has started. We get to see some of the best athletes from around the world compete with each other, play some good, hard basketball, and it's just so exciting. Every single year, I love the start of the season because you never know who's going to be good. You never know who's going to be bad. You get to see all these different team changes, see how they all mesh together, and it is just absolutely beautiful, especially for our home team, Canada's team, the Toronto Raptors. So let's dive right on in and talk about how they're doing so far in these first two games of the season. So our first two games were against the Washington Wizards, which we ended up losing against, which I was quite surprised. And then our second game was against the Boston Celtics, which we ended up winning, which happened last night, which was an absolutely amazing game by the Raptors. But we'll get into that because I want to get right into this Wizards games first, because this is where we seem to have our most problems was against the Washington Wizards. So for our starting lineup for this game against the Wizards, we had obviously starting at the one, we had our boy Freddie, Freddie Van Fleet. At the two, we had Goran Dragic. At the three, we had OG Ananobi. Uh, Scotty Barnes was at the four and Precious Achuyo was at the five obviously Siakam didn't start because he's still out with a shoulder injury not sure when he's going to come back but hopefully he comes back sooner rather than later because I love Pasco Siakam I think he's the best player on the team and you know we really need him out there we really need him out there some other players that didn't play, Sam Decker didn't play, Malachi Flynn didn't play, Yudon Watanabe didn't play, Justin Champagne didn't play, and then I think Isaac Bong and a few other guys didn't play, but, you know, not like they would have made a freaking difference in this game. So, to summarize the game, uh, you know, in a couple sentences, start off in the first quarter, okay, it was pretty even, we were button heads, going shot for shot, shot for shot, everything was looking really good in the first quarter, and then once we got into the second, I don't know what happened with the Raptors. I do not know what happened. We were missing shots. We got good looks, just missing tons of shots. By the time it was halftime, we were down by 20 points, and it just kept going downhill for the Raptors. You know what? We tried doing our best. We were hustling, but, you know, the Wizards really just kept that 20-point gap where it would go down to 15, and then it would go back up to 20, to 22, 24, just back and forth, but we really couldn't break that 20-point mark until we got kind of to the end of the fourth quarter. I think five, six minutes left. We were able to really push, cut the lead down to 10, but it really just wasn't enough. And honestly, realistically, when you go into the fourth quarter down by 18, 20 points, that's a very difficult game to come back from, especially in this in the first game of the season. You know, that takes a lot to get up that many points and stop the other team from scoring that much. So I was very impressed that they were able to cut the lead down to 10, but overall, it just wasn't enough to win the game. Raptors ended up losing 98 to 83. So let's talk about what we did good, what we did bad, because you know what? We did do some good things in this game, even though we lost, but there was a lot of bad. So starting off with my biggest takeaway from this game is that we just simply couldn't score. We could not hit a shot to save our life. You know, obviously that's pretty obvious in most games. Oh, you don't score, you don't win. But you know, it's the reasonings behind why we didn't score, I feel like, is the most important. So, obviously, we shot 31 from the field. Absolutely terrible. And n- none of our big scorers were scoring at all. Everyone was shooting like shit. No one had score. Van Fleet and OG both shot under 30% from the field. No one on our team had over 12 points, which is absolutely insane. Scotty Barnes had 12. OG Ananobi had 12. Korn Dragic had 9. Fred Van Fleet had 9. Gary Trent had 6. And just... No one could really get anything going on offense for us. We shot 21% from the three, which is, you know, we're, we're a pretty solid three-point shooting team. I wouldn't say we're the best, but 21% from the three is just brutal. And I'll be honest, guys, you know what? 
we weren't even getting bad shots up. I'm watching this game. We're getting pretty good rotations. We're getting, we're swinging the ball around, getting wide open shots, coming off the screens and popping. And you know, these are wide open shots, no hands in our face, and we just. We just could not hit an open shot if our life depended on it. And I don't know what was going on. It was really pissing me off. You know, I think there was a, you know, one play where, you know, we got the offensive rebound two, three times, kicked it out for three. We missed like three, four wide open threes in a row, all in the same play. And it was just blowing my mind. So, and then after that, what I start to notice too is that, you know, once we started trying to get these good looks and these good looks weren't working and then, you know, score starts going up, score starts going up. We start rushing our shots, which is even worse because we never, ever are successful when we rush our shots. Even watching the preseason, even last year, whenever the Raptors rush our shots and we don't run through our offense or if it's not in transition, we're not going to make it. We can't just come up and pull up. We have, you know, maybe Fred Van Fleet, OG Ananobi, a few guys on our team who can really, you know, pull up and pop. But that's not what the Raptors do, from in my opinion. And we really start to do that. We are really trying to rush shots and, you know, we just should have kept staying with those good looks and passing the ball around. Because even though we are missing on those wide open shots, you know, if we keep going to that and we keep trying to pass the ball around and rotate and do all that, eventually those shots are going to start falling. But it was like once we hit the second uh, the second half and, you know, we we're getting really good looks, passing the ball around, using the full clock, and we weren't making the shots, everyone would just come like, ah, fuck it, you know, we're trying. So may as well just rush the shots instead because we're going to be missing them as well. I felt like that was really what they were thinking because we were getting amazing looks out there. Amazing, wide open, no hands in the face. Like, couldn't have asked for better looks and we were just missing them. So it was really disappointing. And, you know, obviously our shooting was bad. But another thing where we had the problem was our points in the paint. Uh, we had 40 points in the paint. Washington had 56. We were just getting bullied down there. And I don't know if it's because, you know, we don't have a real true big man. Don't get me wrong. Precious Achuya, uh, Cam Birch, you know, they're big guys. But, you know... If, I, they were not getting it done. I don't know if it's because, you know, Precious Achuya had quite a bit of minutes in this game. He had 18 minutes. Kemberch had 26, but it was just these two big guys, you know what? They were getting boards, but they really, they just couldn't score down low. So if we're not scoring down low, and then if we're not scoring from the three-point line, if we're not scoring from the mid-range, we're not going to be scoring at all. So that was just our scoring in general. We were getting great looks. Even down low, we were getting great looks. It just wasn't happening. The ball was just going off the backboard wrong or rolling off the rim, and it was brutal. Absolutely brutal. And another thing was our bench. Our bench played like absolute shit in the first half. Bench points. We had 33 bench points. They had 38, which isn't terrible. It was pretty close for bench points. But in the first half, their bench was outscoring our bench by like 15, 17 points, which is essentially where that lead kind of came from in the first half where they got the 20. It was our bench versus their bench, and our bench was just getting absolutely shit on. So... Obviously, our bench is going to be looking different once we have our full team, you know, whoever our bench was in the game against Washington. That's not going to be our consistent bench, obviously, because we had some guys not playing. But still, it was just, we, if we don't have a consistent bench, I don't know what the hell we're going to do. Because, you know, I, I feel for the past couple years, it's kind of what the Raptors have been known for is having that depth, right? We can go 10 guys deep and our 10th is going to be still as good as our fifth man, right? So I feel like that's something the Raptors have really relied on. But this game, we tried relying on it. It just didn't work out in our favor. So... That's my first biggest takeaway is just the Raptors. We couldn't score. We couldn't hit a shot. Couldn't get points in the paint. There was just nothing falling, falling for us. And the thing is, it wasn't bad looks. You know, I'd say about 70% of the looks we had were good. They were wide open. And then it was once we figured out that we weren't getting even those good looks. We weren't hitting those good looks. We were taking all our time missing those good looks. That's when we really started to rush the shots. And then it just really didn't work out for us for the first three quarters. And then at the end, obviously, Washington toned it down a bit because they were up so much and we were able to score. But the first three quarters, we just couldn't hit shit, and that's the end of the story. 
Now, one of my second biggest takeaway from this game is that our help defense and rotations were terrible. And you know what? I, I can take on offense. We miss open shots. You know what? Whatever. Some days the ball doesn't fall your way. But when our defense is terrible, that's just laziness. And I just, I could not accept it. It was, it was brutal. Washington shot 44 from the field, which don't get me wrong, is not a crazy number. But compared to our 31, that's, that looks amazing. And, you know, it's not like they were hitting crazy contested shots. We were... We were just leaving them wide open, wide open, okay? So on our first, second passes on rotations, yeah, you know what? Our guys were closing out, not jumping, really good. But when it came to that third guy or that fourth guy when they were swinging the ball and we have to close out, that's when things really started going bad because, you know, guys get look at the first pass, look at the second pass, and before they know it, third pass is already at their guy. They're still standing in the key, and they're not even moving to their guy. They pop up, hit the open shot, and then... That's what I felt like was happening a lot was the third or fourth guy was caught ball watching and then by the time you'd go to close out, shot was already up, bucket was already made for the Washington Wizards. And I'd hate to call out a specific player for this, but I, I saw it at least four or five times with Precious Achuya. Uh, same thing, you know, he's playing help defense, he sees the ball swinging and he gets caught looking at the first pass, looks at the second pass and then by the time he starts running out there, well the third pass has already gone to the fourth pass and then... It's just he was leaving guys wide open. I think he's a really good player, but it's just oh, he's just so slow on that defensive rotation. Sometimes you really, really saw it affect the Raptors. It was just oh, it was just so it was so annoying. You know, it's such a a fundamental thing is you know don't look look at the ball, go close out, be ready for your rotation on defense. And pressure Chuya, he just wasn't doing that. It wasn't only him to be granted. You know, there's lots of other players who were doing that, but it stood out for him the most because I noticed it like four or five times at least. So that was our big problem on defense was just, you know, so late on rotations and just ball watching. Another thing was our help defense. Obviously, you know, we were late on rotations with our help defense, but another thing was our help defense was playing way too high at some points. Like again, especially Precious Achuya, I saw it two or three times where he's playing help defense and, you know, he steps up midway through the key and the guy who's in the corner just, you know, cuts baseline, wide open layup, boom, happened at least three, four times I saw on Precious Achuya and like, Oh, I try to like this guy so much. He's, I'm telling you, he's a good rebounder. He can shoot. He's tough. But I feel like his defense just isn't there. His on-ball defense is actually really good. On-ball post defense. On-ball perimeter is okay. But it's just his off-ball defense. And when he needs to close out, he's just not fully there. But that's some stuff to work on, which, you know, I'm pretty sure will happen, I hope. But, you know, he's just, oh, the precious Achuya. He's a great player. Just his defense is so lacking when he's off the ball. Just so, I, I would say he probably gave up 15, 16 points in that game alone. Probably even more. Just off easy baskets. Contested ones, he probably gave up even more. But he was just playing so high on the help defense. Guys were cutting under him every single freaking play. And it was brutal. And then... On the other hand, you know, when they weren't playing, too, when they were playing too high, the other times they'd be playing, you know, safe and the ball was on the far left corner, they wouldn't be close enough to the key. So by the time the guy would blow, would blow by or do a move, blow by, help would go to be there. And the help was just too late. And it was the same thing. It's either, you know what, it's like we just couldn't play help defense properly, no matter what we did. It's if we went, if we played good help defense, we were playing up too high. If we were trying to, you know, stay back a bit, we were going back too far and letting them drive easy on us. And it was just. Oh, we just couldn't do anything right when it came to help defense. And I'm saying it was a lot of pressure. Shachuya, he was trying. I appreciate his efforts, but he needs to watch some damn film and see, you know what? When he's there on help defense, he's got to be lower, straight down, basically right under the hoop. But he was playing basically at the foul line. And when he wasn't playing at the foul line, he was playing in the corner three. So I don't know what the hell he was doing, but Nick Nurse better rip his ass or something because it was just... Brutal defense by Precious Achuya off ball. But like I said, still lots of things to work on. 
But there was a bit of, a bit of positive on defense. Uh, we were playing aggressive. We had active hands. You know, I think we, uh, you know, we, we, we were trying on defense. Most of the guys were trying. But when it came to important situations where it would, you know, be the breaking of a run or making of a run, we just wouldn't show up. So, you know, just that's all we got to do. An important defensive, sorry, in important defensive situations, you know, where they're on a 7-0 run and they need to hit a 3 to make it a 10-0 run or when we need to make a basket, we were letting them get those open shots. It was just the timing. We tried. We were playing okay defense, but it was just one or two guys who would, you know, not pay attention and then that would lead to big runs and then everyone gets demotivated and it was just not working out well. So those are the kind of the two bad takeaways I took away from this Washington Wizards game. Wasn't the worst we could have played. Definitely could have played better. But, you know, one thing I will say that even though we did lose, it wasn't a terrible loss. We showed lots of hustle out there. Tons of hustle. Like I said, the biggest thing was just our scoring. Our scoring was our problem. You know what? We didn't play the greatest defense, but if we would at least hit some buckets, it would have made a big difference because we only lost by 15. So it's not, not a crazy thing, right? So we stepped it up in the fourth. We made Washington sweat. We cut the lead down to 10, showed lots of hustle there. We were offensive rebounding like crazy. We had so many chances to get second chance buckets. And like I said, we just couldn't do it. We had 19 offensive rebounds. Washington had seven. But, you know, we'd get these offensive rebounds, put them back up, and we'd just miss them. Such easy opportunities to score. We were just messing up on so badly. Now, the thing is, we had 17 points off turnover. Washington had 18. So it's not like, you know, we were turning the ball over lots and they were just outplaying us, you know, had good transition and doing all this other stuff. It was no. Most team stats we were pretty freaking equal there was nothing that you know that we did really bad as a team just our shooting was the only thing and obviously our help defense but our shooting if we would have hit some shots we could have easily won this game even when we come to turnovers we only had 19 turnovers Washington had 20 we had the same amount of second chance points so it's just like not like Washington was playing amazingly better than us we were just we just couldn't hit shit and that's the end of the story for this game we couldn't hit shit and we let them get easy buckets that they shouldn't have had uh Hopefully next time we play Washington, we should blow them out. Because like I said, I, I seriously think this game, Washington's not a bad team. But we could easily win this game by 10 points. We just got hit wide open shots, guys. You know what? That's all it was, was hitting wide open shots. Because we didn't play bad. We showed lots of hustle. Even from the free throw line, you know, it's not like we missed a lot of free throws that lost us the game. It's not like we turned over the ball lots. We didn't. It was just we missed so many wide open shots. We could have done a lot of things better on defense. And all we had to do was hit shots on offense and we win the game. But regardless, like I said, it was still a great game by the Raptors. First game of the season, so we can't take it too heavily. So Raptors ended up losing 98-83 to to go 0-1. First game of the season. Whatever. We'll take it on the chest. You know what? We're Canadians. We can deal with that shit. Washington was led by Bradley Beal, who had 23 points. Three rebounds, four assists, seven of 19, and eight from eight from the line. Bradley Beal, he's a beast. You know what? Don't expect anything different. Uh, Montrez Harrell had 22 points, nine rebounds, one assist, and nine for 11, which is really good for him. Nine for 11. That's a great percentage for a big man like him. And then Kyle Kuzma, uh, he didn't have a great game, but he, he had really good on the boards. He had 11 points, 15 rebounds, three assists, and four for 13 from the field. I feel like the Raptors could have done a whole lot better in this game. But like I said, first game of the season. I don't want to put too much pressure on them, but like I said, we just got to hit those shots, guys. That's all we got to do is hit the shots. We want to beat the Washington Wizards. We got to hit some buckets. That's all we got to do. So now that we're done this game, okay, we talked about our loss. We got all the bad shit off the table. Let's talk about a freaking good game where the Raptors goddamn played their ass off and got the W they deserved. And that was against the Boston Celtics Friday night. Oh, boy. 
did we ever have a game against the Boston Celtics? So this game changed up the starting lineup a bit. We started Fred Van Fleet, obviously. Instead of starting Goran Dragic, we had Gary Trent Jr. start, which I, I love Gary Trent as a player. OG and then Scotty Barnes and Precious. So basically the same. Just no, uh, just no Goran Dragic in our starting lineup. And then we had some players back, but it was still Siakam was still out, obviously. Decker was still out, and Yuta Watanabe was still out. But those are the only three players who were sitting. So we had a bit deeper of a bench this game. So quick little summary of the game. A lot of back and forth in the first qu- in the first half, actually. Not even the first quarter. It was a lot of back and forth. Uh, by the end of the first quarter, we were tied 24-24. to and then once we got into the second quarter, this is where the Raptors really took off. Uh, it was a great, good defense and aggressiveness. We were just had active hands attacking the rim a lot. And by the end of the half, the Raptors had a four-point lead, which isn't, is, isn't a lot. But, you know, whenever we play Boston, Boston's a really tough team. And I saw them play the game the other night against the Knicks. And they really hung in there. I don't think Boston... Even thought they were going to win that game. And then they really had a chance and they blew it. But Boston is a tough team. Played in second overtime with the Knicks. Came down to the final seconds. But after watching that game, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, those are two tough guys. And they can come any day and drop 30, 40 points on your head. So to have that four-point lead at the half, it's not huge. But, you know, it really brings down the confidence of Boston. And then when we went into the third quarter, I swear Boston must have still been tired from that game against the Knicks because they really started to slow down. Raptors went on a few good runs. We had some good ball movement, great transition. And then by the end of the third, we were up by 20 points. And it was just beautiful to see. We had some great scoring from all around the team. Unlike last game, we had no one score over 12 this game. I think we had four players score over 15 points, which is awesome. Sorry, three players, but you know, OG Ananobi had 14, Scotty Barnes had 25, Precious had 15, Gary Trent had 20, Fred Van Fleet had 11, Chris Boucher had 11, and just, you know, it's so much better when we spread the ball around and have everyone scoring because I feel like that's one of the Raptors' biggest things this year is that, you know, we have so much depth, we have so much athleticism, and so many guys who can score. We really need to, we really need to do that. You know, we can't have one person trying to score off our buck because you've got to swing the ball and make it a team game. I feel like that's always been the Raptors' game plan. So, yeah, end of the third, we were up by 20, kept firing on all cylinders, and then by the end of the game, we ended up winning 115-83 to to absolutely blow out Boston, and I felt like this was a huge win because Boston is always at the top of the conference, always, and we always have a conference rival with them. I don't know what it is. Whenever we play Boston, it's always this rivalry, so it's so nice to beat them in the first game of the season and not even beat them absolutely destroy them so I was so good to see from the Raptors so starting off my biggest takeaway this is gonna be a positive you know last game two of my takeaways were, were negative one positive this one is gonna be the opposite kind of two positive one negative because we won the game so first biggest takeaway was our defense was amazing so I don't know if Nick Nurse ripped their ass after that game against Washington or what happened or if they saw film because the defense was night and day it was like looking at an AAU team and looking at an NBA team that was the difference honestly 99% of the time, our rotations were good. Yeah, there was a few times where we were late and we, you know, kind of jumped and let them get an open shot. But, you know, it's basketball. You can't be perfect on defense. But 99% of the time, beautiful rotations. You know, they'd be six, seven, eight passes deep and we're still rotating, closing out and just locking them down. It was great to see. And then we are forcing these passes too, right? Is not only is it one thing to come out, close out guys, get a hand up, but then to really lock them down and make them force bad passes was amazing. It resulted us in us getting 16 steals. Boston had six steals the entire game. We had 16, uh, <clears throat> sorry, 16 steals 
And we were just forcing Boston to make so many bad decisions because when you start turning the ball over like that, you kept getting stolen that much. You kind of try and switch up your game plan. And that just kind of leads to Boston making more and more bad decisions, taking even worse shots. And we were just on their ass the entire game, hand up, double teams. And even when we double team, they'd kick it out. The rotations, the closeouts were just absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And all that, you know, the press, the aggressiveness, the hustle resulted in Boston turning over the ball 25 times to R11. And I feel like that's a huge difference maker in this game is our defense. Without a doubt, it's the biggest thing that made the difference is our closing out and our aggressiveness and having those active hands. And another contributing factor to that is that I feel like, you know, everyone's noticed at this point that the Raptors really want to have a long, athletic, depthful team. They don't want to have a team where they have one guy who's really good and they have a set shooter and this and this. You know, we have at least six or seven guys on our team who are six foot eight, six foot nine, seven foot wingspans who are young, athletic, can run the transition. And that's what the Raptors are going to be all about this year is transition, transition, defense, playing hard defense, going into transition. Without a doubt, that's going to be how the Raptors play this year. And I'm calling it because, you know, we had 27 points off turnover because of our defense. And if we can turn our defense into offense with our young guys, our athleticism, our height, our length, it's no team's going to be able to stop us because, you know, we're going to be so good on defense with our active hands and everything else. It's going to be great. So number one main reason we beat Boston without a doubt was our defense. Turning our, our defensive stops into points is exactly what we need. And we did that for 27 points. So this kind of leads me right into my next takeaway, which is our great hustle offensively and on rebounding. And this kind of goes right in with the defense, right? So we had 27 points off turnovers and that may be 27 points off turnovers, but that turned into our fast break in our transition game. We had 22 fast break points and that's just us getting rebounds or getting steals, passing to the outlet guy and turning those strong boards or that good defense into easy offense. You know what? That's a, it's a quick five second bucket for the Raptors and that's what we need. That is how the Raptors need to play this year is, you know, literally get the board, kick it, outlet, toss it down the court, wide open, two, two on one, three on one, three on two, whatever, play great transition and just get those easy offensive buckets from playing defense because the Raptors, we're a really good defensive team when we want to be because we're long and we got that height, we got the strength, we just got to want it, you know, we just got to want it. So uh, saying on that offensive rebounding, we had 60 rebounds to Boston's 42 and we ultimately just out hustled them. Like I said, we out hustled them on everything on defense, on rebounding. They just couldn't keep up with us. I don't know if it's because they were tired from the Knicks game a couple days before, but there was just nothing they could do to stop us. Uh, we were just so aggressive in transition, so aggressive on the fast break, so aggressive on the boards. There was nothing they could do even on the offensive boards. We had 21 offensive rebounds. They had 10 and we had 23 second chance points to R4. I mean, sorry, to therefore. So that basically means we had, that's basically the difference right there. I think we won by 28. We had 23 second chance points. That's basically the game right there. You take away those second chance points. It's a, it's a five point game, but those second chance points and those offensive rebounds. Imagine if we would have played like that when we played Washington, if we were able to get those offensive rebounds and actually convert them. See, in this game, we had 21 offensive rebounds, 23 points. We were to convert, I think the other game, we had 19 offensive rebounds and like six points. So imagine if we were even able to convert on like half of the offensive rebounds we got against Washington. Could have been a totally different, you know, totally different outcome for the game. But at least we kind of stepped it up here against Boston. I'd rather beat Boston than, you know, beat Washington. I feel like Boston's a whole lot better team. So I'm still happy we beat Boston. And 
Another thing is, like I said, we were active in the paint. 58 points in the paint to their 32. So we were just doing everything right this game. Just hustle, aggressiveness, strength, everything, especially down low in the paint and on the boards. That was the one thing. is just pure, pure, pure hustle this game. Pure hustle down low, in transition, on defense, and on the boards. All four of those categories, we were just absolutely destroying Boston. Nothing they could do. And overall, we just hustled more than them. I don't know if Boston didn't want it, or like I said, they might have been tired from the couple games before. But we, you, you watched this game, and you could tell Toronto just wanted it more. We were outrunning them, we were outjumping them, had those active hands, and there was just nothing they could really do to stop us. And hopefully, this long athletic play style that the Raptors have, hopefully, we can maintain this throughout the entire year because I love seeing it from the Raptors. I love having that, you know, a depth on our bench. I love how we play, but. I just hope that the Raptors really don't rely on this playstyle too much because this kind of leads me to my second to my third takeaway, which is something a bit more negative, is that even though we won this game by a lot and we were aggressive down low, we made layups, we got rebounds, our shooting still was not the greatest, okay? And that's why I kind of said hopefully this long athletic playstyle can be maintained because you know, we still got to be able to make shots, we still got to be able to run through an offense, use up the four, the full 24 seconds. We can, you know, if we're a great transition team, that's awesome. If we can beat teams in transition, beat them by being, by, <clears throat> sorry, by hustling, by being aggressive, that's great. But we can't rely on that for every game because there'll be teams where we play a team like the Bucks, we play a team like the Nets, or even a team like the Lakers where they got athletic guys, they got stars, and that stuff's just not going to work for us. We're going to have to be able to slow it down. So that's why I'm saying one of our biggest problems this game, even though we destroyed Boston, was absolutely our shooting from the three and from the mid-range. It could have been so much better. We took 100 shots this game, which is a lot of shots for a game. A lot. We shot 42%, which is not terrible, but we put up way, way, way too many bad shots. Sorry about that. And the thing is, we didn't really take our time to set up. You know, that's why we had so many shots. We put up 100 shots and we made 42 of them. So 42%, not terrible, but some of the shots that just shots we didn't need to take. They're just coming up two, three seconds off the clock, pulling up from three or, you know, one or two passes, pulling up with a hand on our face. And it just, it's not how the Raptors need to be playing against certain teams. We don't need to be doing that. We're already killing them in transition, which is fine. But I just, if we take our time, the Raptors, we can get wide open looks. Same thing in Washington. When we take our time, use the you know, 18, 20, 24 seconds on the clock, we can get easy, wide open three-pointers, wide open twos. But for whatever reason, these past two games, whenever the Raptors want to shoot, they feel like they come up, just set the screen and pull it, or you know, come up one pass to the corner, cut, and then pass it back, and then boom, hit it. And it's just like we're not gonna we're not gonna hit those shots if they're only using five six seconds of the clock. It's not gonna work. And clearly, the past two games that happened throughout preseason, so the Raptors just need to learn that they need to take their time, they need to slow down, set up their offense because the rushing of the shots, especially from Fred Van Fleet, he's been doing it a lot. And don't get me wrong, I love Fred Van Fleet. He's one of my favorite players. But he was just rushing way way too many shots. He was three for ten from the field, which isn't which is pretty bad. But you know, it's not terrible. But you know, if he were to just take his time, put up some nice shots he'd be doing so much better and now another thing is we really got to set solid screen and attack heavy kick swing because like i said we're just pulling up 
And even when you look at the screens, our screens aren't bad. But when we have a guy like Precious Achuya who can come up and set a solid screen, you know, he was coming up maybe like setting the screen for half a second and he'd run away. Not even a real screen. If he goes up there, plants his two feet, you know, gets nice and wide for a good three, four seconds, makes that guy feel the screen. That's going to open up so many more opportunities for us on offense where we can swing the ball three, four times and get an open shot instead of, you know, just going off that screen and pulling up or passing it to the corner with a contested shot. It just didn't make it any sense and that was the thing we were putting up way too many contested shots way too many it was unexcusable okay we got blocked 11 times in this game you want to know how many times we blocked them we got two blocks this game we got blocked 11 times we won the game by 28 points 27 points whatever it is but we were just putting up stupid contested shots and i'm sorry you don't get blocked 11 times unless you're putting up stupid contested shots okay it just doesn't happen so i say that was our biggest problem in this game was just and in the last game too was just our shooting we're not a bad shooting team at all raptors were a pretty good shooting team without a doubt but we just need to take our time gotta take our time okay gotta take our time gotta pass the ball around look for the open shots and then our shooting's gonna be no problem we don't have no steph curry on our team we don't have no kevin durant we're the toronto damn raptors let's play how we play basketball let's play aggressive let's hustle and transition take our time set some screens and look for the good passes look for the good shots that's how the raptors play and we can't be trying to do that stupid pull-up bullshit we're fucking you know using five seconds of the clock and putting up a shot and airballing it it's just not how we play and that's our only problem that was our biggest problem from this game everything else we did amazing it's the only thing I have to complain about is these past two games, honestly, is our shooting. Like I said, we would have hit shots against Washington. We win that game no problem. Obviously, our defense was bad, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible against Washington. We hit our shots. We win that game against Washington no problem. Uh, we were lucky in this game against Boston. Well, we weren't lucky, but at least we hit our shots down low. Uh, so it kind of saved, saved us from having to hit those twos and threes. So overall, I just really hope... You know, we ended up winning the game, like I said, by a lot. Final score was 115 to 83. So maybe I'm just being a bit picky, but we just can't rely on our athleticism and transition all the time because, yeah, it's, it did us really well in this game. It's going to do us well in most of our games. But when we play those really good teams, we're going to be able, we're going to have to be able to slow down and set up our offense and just stay calm and look for those open shots because, you know, we obviously we can we can play hard. Everyone knows the Raptors are long. Everyone knows we're fast. We're young. We're athletic. We can play in transition. Everyone knows that, but we really can't rely on that every single game because it's just not going to work unfortunately i wish it did but it's not but regardless raptors played great against boston and i couldn't be happier so boston they didn't really have anyone do too great their really only standout player was jason tatum who had 18 points six rebounds four assists was eight of four eight of 14 from the field so i love jason tatum he's a great player but you know he just couldn't get it done like i said i'm pretty sure boston was feeling pretty tired from a couple games before but overall, Raptors moved to 1-1, one one, first games of the season. You know what? I'll take 1-1. One one. It's not terrible. It's better than 0-2. So Boston moves to 0-2, which is really good. And then overall, it was just a great game by the Raptors. We just out-hustled Boston. It was amazing to see against Washington. I think we out-hustled Washington, but we just weren't taking our time. We couldn't hit our shots. It is what it is. Lots of stuff to work on. Uh, but in this game against Boston, we saw great stuff from our young guys like Scotty Barnes. He had 25 points, 13 rebounds, two assists in this game against Boston. And, you know, fourth round draft pick. He's playing like a goddamn fourth round draft pick. That's what you want to see. Another great player who played was Gary Trent against Boston. 20 points, four steals, one assist, three rebounds. 
you want to see you can't ask much more from guys like that like you know that's great stats you want to see good points everywhere he's getting steals he's getting assists he's getting boards but i definitely would say the player of the game has got to go to my boy scotty barnes you know fourth overall pick 25 points 13 rebounds two assists what more could you want from a fourth overall pick you know you literally can't and also shout out to precious Chuya. like i said he's playing like shit defense against washington but he had 15 points 15 rebounds and two steals against boston so you know what? i'll give him some props i think I, like i said I, I still think he's a really good player just his defense is a bit lacking he may be a bit lazy on defense but still he's a great player he knows how to get boards and he just hustles which like i said is all the raptors are about is hustle transition and all that other good shit so Raptors play tonight against the Dallas Mavericks. I think it's going to be a great matchup. I, I, Luka Donis is probably my second favorite player in the NBA. First is Damian Lillard. Luka's probably my second. I love Luka, so I'm definitely excited to watch this game. Luka versus the Raptors. Oh, buddy, it's going to be good. It's happening tonight at 6.30, so make sure you guys watch the game so you know what I'm talking about next episode. And that just about wraps up today's podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm Austin Madison. This is the Pop Talk Podcast. This is Pop Talk. Pop Talk.